I'm Bhumi Patel, a South Asia analyst at Stratfor, a RAIN company. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analyses. Sign up for the free Stratfor newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. This is the Stratfor Essential Geopolitics Podcast from RAIN. I'm Emily Donahue. Both Chile and Peru are seeing far-left-wing factions take a larger share of government. Peru recently chose a far-left candidate as president, and in Chile, a center-right government is about to undergo elections, in which leftist candidates are predicted to do well. How could the political shifts affect existing pro-business policies there? Here with answers is Stratfor Latin America analyst at RAIN, Carmen Colosi. Welcome, Carmen. Thanks so much, Emily. Always a pleasure to be on the podcast. Focusing on the political aspect, what do the leftist shifts look like in Chile and Peru? So starting in Chile, there are two factors. The first is that leftists and independents were recently voted in to redraft the country's constitution. The process is going to begin in July and go all the way through 2022. Now, this could change Chile from a very business-friendly country to a country that is going to be a little bit less friendly to um, business interests. The second is that there will be presidential and legislative elections in November of 2021. So this means that there is going to be a potential change from the current um, centrist government, as you said, to a leftist government and that's really based on recent voting patterns and polls. We're seeing um, Daniel Jadue, which is the current front runner in Chile, um, and he is a self-proclaimed communist and has, you know, his policies reflect that ideology. In Peru, um, as you mentioned, they just went through their election cycle, and the incoming president Pedro Castillo started out as a radical leftist, and he has since moved towards the center, but he still campaigned on things like rewriting the country's constitution to give the state a larger role. And it's important to note that Congress in Peru is very fragmented, and so it will be very difficult for him to implement any sort of drastic policy but he could still implement these kind of leftist policies that he campaigned on. Carmen, it's my understanding that mining is really big business in these countries. Could you talk to me a little bit about what that would mean? Exactly. Chile and Peru boast the first and second largest copper reserves in the world. Similarly, Chile has the third largest lithium reserves in the world, that means that these two countries are globally recognized as being the place to go for business interests in these kind of sectors. What's important to note is to give it a little context. Global commodity prices are rising dramatically. We've seen rare earth elements such as lithium up 91% year to date. Copper is up 22% year to date. Now, seeing this rise many governments are watching these companies operating in their countries, posting significant revenues, and they are wanting to capitalize on this opportunity as well. 
in places like Chile, we're already seeing this happening. The lower house of Congress in Chile has passed a bill that would put a progressive royalty on copper and lithium sales. And as we see these leftists starting to draft a new constitution, they could want to guarantee several different rights, which would increase state spending of social services. And so the question is, where are they going to get that fiscal revenue? One answer, yes, could be taxes. But the other is that this kind of boost in revenues from the mining sector could incentivize politicians to raise taxes and royalties on the sector in Chile. So in Peru, it's kind of a similar story. As we see Pedro Castillo assume the presidency, he will likely attempt to raise mining royalties and taxes and also give local communities a greater say on where these mines are developed. So we could see Castillo really put a big emphasis on raising these revenues in order to pay for some of this social spending. So Carmen, let's talk about what threat, if you want to use that word, such leftist governments pose to mining projects in both Chile and Peru. So it's important to note that mining companies are very unlikely to change locations once they've already invested in infrastructure. Infrastructure for mining is associated with massive costs. But this could affect these new investment prospects that we're seeing global globally as companies try to get in on this commodity boom. Companies may be discouraged by the political risk and also by these higher royalties and other tariffs. We could see companies, you know, sort of abandon Peru and Chile in their new investments and expand their reach elsewhere, such as the United States, Canada, Australia, and potentially even in Ecuador. So this could lead to a potentially temporary lower investment in Chile and Peru. However, it's important to qualify this with the fact that both copper and lithium have long-term value. Copper is necessary for a variety of construction materials, electricity transmission, and also transportation. That means that that metal will be constantly in demand. Lithium is important for batteries used in electric vehicles. And as we see the market for electric vehicles grow, the demand for lithium will rise as well. So in the long term, this favorable geology and global demand will likely force companies to stay and invest in Chile and Peru, despite the fact that leftist governments and the associated high costs of doing business are unfavorable for these companies. Well, how would that affect investment patterns for mining projects then? We're likely to see investment patterns dip a little bit temporarily as the kind of political risk and um, uncertainty around Chile and Peru continue. However, like I said, in the long term, it's really not going to change all that much as Chile and Peru are home to, you know, some of the largest reserves for these metals and elements that are in high demand. Carmen Colosi is Stratfor Latin America Analyst at Rain. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you so much, Emily. You can stay informed about the latest geopolitical events and developments with the Stratfor newsletter from RAIN. It's full of interactive graphics and analysis from our expert team of analysts. 
Sign up today at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.